WCSG Backstage gives you access to your favorite WCSG DJs from your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your middays, and the ride home. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. I'm Steve. I'm Brittany, and this is WCSG Backstage. Welcome to WCSG Backstage. We are officially in the dog days of summer. Days are ticking down until school starts up again. Like, Oof. we're down to weeks now. Wow. wow. I'm Not- wondering if the sound effect for dog days of summer is barking or <laughs> panting. Yes. The second. Yeah. That was Charlie that, this Ugh. weekend when I took him Either way, you got to listen to who let the dogs out. Oh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, we hope you've checked off all of the things on your summer bucket list. And it's said that it is tough for you to name the last three Academy Award winning movies without looking that up. But if you were asked to name three teachers that made an impact on your life, you could do it without a problem. So as kids get ready to head back to school, want to know what teacher left an impression on you. Tom, you're First, Mr. Brown was his name. Aww. Mr. Brown. Yeah, yeah, I know. It sounds like. Did he uh, wear brown? No, and he oh. sounds like a guy out of the game Clue. But yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did he have candlesticks? He didn't. But he had this big, huge uh, electricity generator that you touch, and it makes your hair turn on end. He was <gasps> yeah. one of those teachers wow. that was very hands-on, and he always tried to integrate, if I remember correctly, just just fun lessons in the teaching. He was a really fun guy, a really nice guy, and I, I feel like when I was a kid, I was like, oh man, I wish my mom would date this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I totally wish she would because my mom was single. And she she did. Later on, <gasps> she dated Mr. Brown for a while. Was he still awesome when they dated? I think so, okay. but it was totally – I don't mean to go south on this, but it was disappointing because they didn't get married. And I think Aww. that it hurt my heart a little bit Aww. if I look back and think about mm-hmm. it. You know, So that was kind of sad. But he was When a, they were dating, did you have full access to the hair thing? No, I didn't. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> so it it you could just play with it <laughs> any Seriously, could you unlock the school, Mr. Brown? Uh, but he was a really nice guy, really hands-on, just a real gentle heart. He'd play music sometimes, songs from the 50s during class. Nice. My fifth grade teacher at Lakeside Elementary in East Grand Rapids. It's nice. Mr. Brown. So I also have uh, a male teacher. This was in fourth grade. Mr. Pope was his name. Did oh, he, white? he was not Catholic. <laughs> was he on a rope? He interesting. <laughs> interestingly, <laughs> he wore brown a lot. I don't know. Huh. <laughs> interesting. Wait a minute. Uh, but uh, Mr. Pope. Um, so fourth grade was a rough transition for me. I'd gone from public school. This is my first year at a Christian school where the standards mm. were higher. Oh, mm. you had to put all your swearing in your pocket. Well, yeah. there was that for sure. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but he was also a first year teacher. So he mm. was also kind of starting out in a new place. He mm. had been in the military. He was like an army like drill instructor. Oh, oh man. Boy. So you would think he's super hardcore, but he yeah. had a very gentle heart. I think he understood school at this age, or maybe any age, is tough for boys. Mm. Yeah, and so how he administered discipline was push-ups. Oh, oh wow! So if you're acting up, he'd be like, "Drop and give me 20. Um, the girls got away with you know murder in the class because <laughs> he didn't make them do push-ups, but they were also better behaved. But I don't know. I just I felt like uh, he just. I don't know, was very patient. I knew that he cared, and uh, so it helped me get through that rough year of school. Absolutely. Well, yeah, school was rough for me, but Mm. that year, I think, was kind of a bright spot. Uh, Mine was my sixth grade teacher, Mr. Sharp, 
and he uh, had it was his first year of teaching when I was in second grade. Um, and he, him and his wife were both like obviously young, and so it was kind of one of those things where he was him and his wife were one of the first like adults that were like, wow, you're not like old and like <laughs> out of touch with everything, right, you know? Right. And so he um, he also had a huge love for soccer. He was also the soccer coach. I went to a small Christian school, so everybody kind of did everything. Um, and so he was a soccer coach at our school too. And he was a great coach. Um, his wife coached volleyball. So I had both of them and they just, um, their powers combined were really something. I mean, I think that they were just extremely encouraging. They focused more than just this is how you are good at this sport they focused on okay how are you a good teammate Mm. um how can you encourage one another how are you as a person um and yeah they ended up it they uh ended up not only being uh, an influential teacher but then um when i went to college he actually left and was the soccer coach at the college i went to no way so yeah he ended up being him and his wife ended up being a part of my life for a really long time but yeah really thankful for them and the impact they had on me well, for me, I uh, went to middle school. I'm going m- middle school for this one. Um, and part of my middle school journey was that I started, we had two middle schools in Holland. We had East and West. And mm. I started at East for a year and then went to West. And that first year at West was really difficult because none of the kids liked me because I came from the rival school. Oh. So it was a really challenging oh. year. But what was a good saving grace was my choir teacher, Mrs. McCollum, or Miss McCollum. She later became Mrs. Meneer. Um, but she was really encouraging for me as I developed my singing abilities and got me involved in things and pushed me into territories that I wasn't comfortable, Mm. but it challenged me to grow and be more confident about myself. But then that was helpful as I transitioned to West because she bounced back and forth to both schools. So then she was kind of this bridge that, you know, helped me get through those transitional years. And then kind of outside of school, ultimately during high school, somehow, I'm not exactly sure of all the details, but she was the one that helped my mom and stepdad meet each other oh. and so now then they got married and then obviously then the rest happened for them but uh so that was really neat wow, wow. that's a that's, yeah. that's a lot it yeah is a lot. that one person it is yeah a lot. well and then i also i don't feel responsible but there is a little <laughs> bit where i'm like hey during my sixth grade year I was the water boy on the football team because I couldn't play. <laughs> like my mom was too nervous, I'd hurt myself, so I did water boy with Mr. Manier as the coach. While I was also in choir with Miss McCollum, and I feel like I was the one that kind of bridged the gap. <laughs> you are a some... matchmaker <laughs> on multiple yes. levels. Wow. Um, I don't have like a super intense story, but I just um, remember I had a teacher named Miss Deem in uh, high school, my senior year, and I took AP English, mm. and I wasn't smart about and much of anything else, but I was pretty good at talking and writing. And so she really like poured into like, you can write, you're good at this. Mm -hmm. You know how to do this. And so she would give, um, like really fun assignments, like take a song and write an essay about it. And it it could just be like the song title or whatever. And I just remember so vividly, this is over 20 years ago. And she wrote, like she would always write the assignments with us. And so she would read hers and then we would have to read ours. And it was very creative. And she, she was not young, but she was single. And I always thought that was like, 
kind of cool. Like she could have her own life mm-hmm. and didn't need no man and you know whatever. Yeah. Um, but one of the assignments we had to write about summertime, and she wrote about going to the beach. And in her paper that she read out loud to the class, she said, "You know, you get sand in the crotch of your bathing suit." <laughs> and it was like such a vis- like a vivid like visual. Uh, like everyone has experienced that. Yes. But no one is exempt. Well, yes. then a high school teacher yes. in front of the class would like just be like, Show "This weakness. is real life." Yeah. yeah. And so I just I really appreciate that. And she just was very very encouraging. And I don't know what happened to her. I don't think she's still teaching or anything. Mm. But just I don't. And she probably doesn't have any idea that the crotch sand in the crotch of her bathing suit <laughs> like was like a big deal. Well, and I feel that's very indicative of how you write stories. Like yeah. you just you just mm-hmm. you're very you're real and you are a very talented <laughs> yeah. storyteller. Yeah. Well, you kiss sand in the crotch of your bathing suit. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> what? The what? Well, what did we do before the internet uh, provides us with hours of entertainment? Some mm-hmm. good news, some bad news, and some the craziest you've ever heard. So it's time for What the What. Steve, start us off. Okay. Well, you know, summertime, perfect time for a hot dog and an ice cream sandwich for dessert. But if you want to save some time, Oscar Mayer is branching out into the dessert game with its latest product, ice cream sandwiches with bits of real hot dog. Yeah. Oh, is this real? <laughs> this no, is real. Stop. Listen, yeah. Oscar Mayer just announced last week ahead of the um, uh, Friday was National Ice Cream Sandwich Day. Okay. Um, and uh, they announced that they had partnered with a New York ice cream company to create the Ice Dog Sandwich. Oh, and it is an ice cream sandwich inspired by hot dogs. Uh, it features uh, little cookies that look like buns, like hot dog buns. And um, that's kind but- of the... They're cookies. That's the bread part of it. But it's made to look like a hot dog bun, yes. And uh, the actual interior ice cream part does contain bits of candied hot dog meat. Candied hot dog meat? Candied hot dog meat. They're actual like hot dogs that they somehow... Flavored in a more they do sugared bacon. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes. they do. They do, but oh. but it's not, not with hot ice dogs. cream. Not I right. want that with that, ice cream. And <laughs> there's spicy mustard ice cream. Yes, if you heard about the recent development of French's mustard flavored ice cream and wondered who would have any use for that, well, here you go. Here you go. Wow. I yes. guess this solves it though. Yeah. Now a hot dog really is a sandwich. Ice cream sandwich. There you go. Oh, that's Yuck. another handheld food, the ice cream sandwich. <laughs> right. It yeah. is. It's kind of like making lemonade with hot dog water. Uh, like, it's so oh, gross. Oh. Oh. Wow. Why Where did, did that come from? I was just trying to think of like yeah, a yeah, yeah. company yes. To accompany your no. ice dog sandwich. No. The oh, Oscar, my, in case Jerry's anyone is, in case anyone hot dog is interested, yes. <laughs> if you're interested, the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile will be driving around Manhattan during the week of August 12 okay. to distribute free samples of the ice dog sandwich. So it's not like nationally distributed or anything? Well, not yet. it I could be if it gets picked up. New York's a, you know, like a test audience. We'll Ugh. see sure. how Just it goes there. I feel like that would be instantaneous vomit. Like yes. you put that in your mouth and it comes right back out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> chunks of candy. No. Hot dog. Yep. They should call it gag reflex. <laughs> Nickname yeah. for the ice cream. The gag reflex. Yeah. Okay, so my what the what actually happened in Michigan. So police in Michigan, Troy, Michigan, say three men broke into a school last week, mm-hmm. did some damage, but they got a hold of the footage of the you know like camera footage security cam footage and the majority of time they spent these three dudes rode around the floor cleaner oh wow. so like you know like the <laughs> oh, yeah. zamboni for <laughs> yes. floors oh, they yeah. just rode that puppy around that's what that that's all they did they wanted they yeah were... i mean they did some other things like i think they messed around in like the band room and like broke some stuff in there but it okay. was just funny to me oh. that first of all obviously i would assume these gentlemen weren't in the 
correct right state mind. of mind. Right. Oh, sure. But I kind of saw that and I'm like, okay. But honestly, who hasn't kind of wanted to take that thing for a spin? Well, there's a way to do that, though. Apply for a job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Become I'm a sure janitor. Meyer yeah. is hiring all the well, time. <laughs> here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. As a former janitor who has operated that <gasps> is it fun? machine, you don't... It's, it's like it. a it's 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 like a self-propelled m- lawnmower. Lawnmower, you know, it's like you don't jump on it and ride. Well, I mean, you can if you have your two buddies there. Yeah, you, you can. can. Somebody's got to steer. You're, you're gonna lose your job, though. I mean, like you know, <laughs> that's like a best uh, best last day right. on right. the job as janitor. Right. It, and and I will just say it is pretty fun. <laughs> you did. Is that how you you got did fired? that? <laughs> no. Did you get fired? <laughs> no, I didn't get caught. No. <laughs> nice. I know where those security Done cameras that. are. Yep, it yep, is yep. fun. <laughs> All right. Well, it's being described as Freaky Friday and Tootsie meets The Great Escape. What? Okay. Huh. A Brazilian gang leader tried to escape a high security oh. prison by dressing up as his teenage daughter. What? Okay. He had a getup of smooth skin. Long black hair and a cute pink T-shirt with donuts and hearts on it, oh, and it was hearts. so convincing that the prison staff only stopped him at the end of the visiting time because he started to act too nervously. So he got all these pieces: the shirt, the wig, the the mask, and they think it was because there was a pregnant woman that was part of this group. She was able to avoid being searched, so she probably had them oh, on the her person. Stuff oh. Delivers it to this gang member. He puts it on and then tries to escape but the other part of this what the what is that he had planned to leave his daughter inside the jail oh what? no not so a cool it's like guy. a swapping thing like i'm going to <laughs> steal your personnel your your persona and leave but you have to stay here Be real okay. quiet did he really think that if the daughter was left there that she'd be no okay way. with it she didn't there... have a costume that looked like him yeah no. Unless they swap Unless clothes. They, the only thing I could think of would be like, oh, you're not supposed to be here. What are right. you doing here? Correct. You right. got in the wrong spot. We're going to let you go. And then eventually everybody's out. But when yeah. they say, where's your dad? Yes. Yeah. You right? would think. So now they're the daughter's in trouble. It did, they, he did not get away oh, with it. The daughter's in trouble? Because she was, a, she they're was looking into her it. as possible accomplice yeah. in all this. But so if she's the a daughter, teenager. the pregnant woman, yeah. and the the man. All I saw a so. picture of him. It it was pretty convincing. Yeah, really, the, the, the wig was a little sideways. It was, but he also creepy. had glasses on, so I think that helped covered up like the weird smooth yeah. skin. It was it a was, mask, mask though, not it, makeup. No, it was a full on like rubber Halloween mask. Oh, so was, was it really? Oh, yeah. Oh wow. Was the pregnant lady pregnant, or did she just have the stuff? That's the real article. Says she was pregnant, which which was what allowed her to skip the screening process ah. so that it, she was able to I wonder how pregnant she was she was like two months in. but then wore a baby bump yeah. shoved yeah, yeah, full yeah. of all this costume stuff yeah I'm just I'm I, so I, weird reflecting on that conversation you know like how, how much do you love your dad <laughs> yeah. You know? oh, yeah. yeah what would you do for me manipulation yeah, oh. yeah. I need you to stay in prison is that gonna be okay oh, my I'm word. sure it'll work out for you but I got stuff I gotta go do what a jerk yeah not cool um, for my story, we're going to Poland, and there's a lot of words I can't pronounce in here. <laughs> uh, there is a mayor in southwestern Poland that is promising a surprise award for the Ooh. next couple to have a boy in the village because they've only ever had girls born there in the past 10 years. What? There have not been any boys born in this village since 2010. What? Whoa. Yeah, and the town is pretty small. There's only okay. 300 people, but, but still. still, it seems like they would have... A boy somewhere. Yeah. That is the start of some sort of like 
James Bond film right. or some something sort with a dystopian of like, future. Right? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the mayor is the father of two girls, obviously. Uh, he said there will be a big surprise ready for the next one to have a boy. They're not saying what the surprise is. You can't control it. It's not no. like, oh, I want the surprise. So let's have a boy. Um, they're beginning to worry about filling farming jobs in the future. Mm. Absolutely. But they're showing yeah. it shows in Poland, like overall, not just in this town, there have been 10,000 more boys born than girls since 2017 or in 2017. Like there's a difference of 10,000. Right, right, right. Except wow. for in this one village. You're right. More boys were born compared to girls. So there yeah. are boys for all these women. They just need to come to this tiny they town. They need to go. Yes. They need to venture outside set up of the a walls. big dance. Yeah. Well, okay. Isn't that weird though? Yeah, very weird. I, see, I would do yeah, an experiment. In the water. I yeah. would do an experiment. I would say, okay, once you've gotten pregnant... Uh, you should temporarily move to some other like neighboring town to have your baby, and let's see what happens. Or just or if you're we'll looking just encourage to have kids. people who are pregnant to move to this town. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. They can see. bring in boys. Conceive right, yeah. outside the city yeah. limits, and then bring them <laughs> right. back Conceive, in. Don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the new conceal. Don't feel. <laughs> so we kind of had this in our family because my mom and dad had three girls, and I had only girl cousins. And then when I had babies, I had three boys. My sister had four boys, and so it's like. Okay. We're oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Interesting. Kelly that and I were crazy. just talking this morning. She's like, "How many more times do you think we would have had to try before we had to a get daughter?" A girl. Yeah. Hmm. And you're like, not willing to find out. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we decided to not find out. Because <laughs> yeah. you got a granddaughter. Yes. So that's fun. Mine is about some twin brothers. Uh, good things come in twos, especially in Ohio. Apparently, uh, twin brothers were—they're uh, near identical. Uh, vehicles were driving to a uh, twin convention in Twinsburg, Ohio. <laughs> were they together in the car? They were in two separate blue Teslas. Oh, oh. so, so that's they're wealthy rich twins. twins. Yeah, they, I believe they're they're in, in real estate. So they were driving mm-hmm. to uh, this twin festival that I think they go to year after year, uh, and uh, they were pulled over because the police officers noticed that the twin Teslas had twin license plates that both seemed to say S-U-B-J-T-O, subject to, which is, I believe, a real estate term uh, um, that they're into. Mm. Um, so they pulled them over, and uh, and they're like, look, you've got the same license plate. What's going on here? Something seems suspicious. And they Par- look the same. Apparent, apparently, uh, the only difference between the two license plate is on one, the two was an O, and on the other, it was a zero. zero. Oh, wow. So uh, I, I guess they got pulled over uh, at a uh, on the way to this convention, maybe... An earlier year because they were speeding, but uh, so the second time, <laughs> second they've, time been? Oh, they've been wow. pulled over on the way to this festival, I think. So, uh, got a picture of the license oh, yeah. plates right here. They do oh, look wow. the same. Yeah. Totally the same. Yep. Yeah. So, just thought that was kind of weird. Yeah. You know, twins weird. going to a twin festival with twin license plate and twin Teslas. Well, <laughs> and like the moment of, I mean, I feel like that has potential to be something really weird. If, like, if you're the police officer that pulls yes. them over, you're like, this is weird. Yeah, very Twilight Zone-y. Before we started rolling, we were talking about you know the Fast and the Furious, because you know that's what people talk about. <gasps> that would have been a great plot yeah. for Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, oh you're right. Done. The second one in the series, right? Twins. Well, hey, thank you, friend, so much for listening to WCSG Backstage. Thank you for showing your support every time you download, review, and share this podcast. We're assuming you're doing all those things. Uh, <laughs> and just remember, you can always join the podcast at backstage at wcsg.org. We love hearing from you. And WCSG is sponsored in part by... 
Fast signs. Fast signs. Yeah. That's where the Fast and Furious people get their signs, I bet. <laughs> it oh, is. I'm every sure time. it is. Yeah. Yes. You have an incredible business. You're an expert in your field, and your service is unmatched. So where are your customers? Good questions. They're out there, but if your brand is out of date or just not visible, they may not be able to find you. Your brand is your story your identity and it deserves to be seen fast signs of grand rapids is ready and excited to help trust them with all of your building signage trade show event and vehicle signage needs so when you have your too fast too furious car like you Boom. put signs yep. on the side of it right yeah wouldn't and you have to get the Tesla's. vanity plates you could just have it all over the everywhere the Tesla. yeah and yeah. when you go to fast signs to have that done mention wcsg <laughs> and they will give you a 10 percent discount on your order fast signs more than fast more than signs and then there's also Kid to Kid. we got to talk about these guys. You know, they will pay cash or store credit. And we're talking like 20% more than other places nice. uh, for kids' stuff. And that includes maternity items. They buy all seasons all the time. So That's you don't so have nice. to wait until Christmas time to turn in the Christmas dress. I have that. I've got like exactly. a box of like summer clothes that I'm like, if I take this now, they're not going to, right. you know. So right. this all seasons all the time. That's so nice. Yeah. And they do have new items as well for kids. Like if you are looking for like little uh, gymnastics or dance clothes oh, for little cute. girls, they have that kind of stuff. Nice. And like I know like sports season is gearing up, soccer cleats, that oh. kind of thing. They have all that too. And they're also locally owned and operate right here in West Michigan to help Michigan families save money. Uh, you also have the option to donate items that maybe you were unable to purchase. That they don't want to purchase. They don't want to put them in the store. Oh, and they'll take care of them for you. Yeah. That's, that's nice. right. Yeah, they say, oh, we already have 40 pairs of size 8 jeans. But we can we take care of them for these, you. But we'll we'll donate. Donate. Do they nice. take donate tube TVs? I feel like that's the no, hardest thing to do. Nobody does. does. No. no one takes them like, from your curb either. No, no it's, it's, it's impossible. Oh. <laughs> People laugh at you when you put they those on your curb. They don't think kids' yeah. necessities include a t- tube TV. <laughs> I mean, when I was growing up, I was so excited to finally yeah, have a TV in my room. Yeah, yeah. And there are some boys that will practice, you know, they'll take it apart and put it back together. That's true. Like you you did. For the little engineer inside you. That's right. The little engineer inside you. The little engineer that could. (laughs) All right. That's kid to kid. (laughs) Is it? Is it? <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah, it sure, is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They take tube socks, not tube TVs. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, if that was a little convoluted, you can always <laughs> learn more about our sponsors <laughs> and about this podcast at wcsg.org keyword backstage. Okay, so according to IMDb, Britney's some, favorite website. Yes, it really truly is. It truly is. Some of today's top TV sitcoms include Friends, Cheers, Seinfeld, among a lot of others. Uh, if you could live in any sitcom, past or present, which one would it be? Golden Girls. Oh. <laughs> what? I Thank you for being like a friend. I would really enjoy living in Miami with my besties and solving the world's problems with cheesecake mm. and no men no men <laughs> uh, okay i don't know i love Some my men, mom they always leave would at you, the end of the yes would you be your age with them or would you want to be the, an older version of yourself with them oh golly i i have to be with them i can't bring my own friends Oh, okay. Then, you, so you keep the same sitcom feel, but you've got your own. Friends. Yes, okay. yes. Yeah. We would have the, yeah. like yeah, the very eighties colored like <laughs> furniture. Yes. Everything nice. would be very like tropical. Do that. One Do of that. them, I already know in my brain who would be the Blanche. Like, <laughs> 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 I think that could be fun. Hmm. I loved that fun. show when I was a kid. 
It was the oh. only 11-year-old boy that watched Golden Girls. <laughs> it was great. There's a Salvation Army on 28th Street that I go in there occasionally. And it feels like all of the furniture is plucked what? directly from yeah. that set. Like the the teal oh, and pink yes. floral print couch. Oh. And they have patio furniture that's like, that's totally came from either the place where they lived in Miami or um, Siesta Boca. Or what was the place on Seinfeld called? The Oh, yeah, You know where Jerry's mom and dad lived? Boca Raton? No, Not it's, Boca it's Raton. something Del Boca. Something Del Boca. Yeah. Mm. That's we'll, funny. We'll figure it out on IMDb. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, there you go. Yep, yep. Searching now. Um, I picked Friends because I would love to live downtown a big city. Mm. And I know that if I were somehow able to do that myself, there's no way I would be able to afford the size apartment that they have. No. Mm. So I want to live in a huge apartment downtown New York City. And I just love that they're all friends and they do life together and do that. So I would do the same thing. I would probably trade out friends. I'm most like Monica, but I would want a friend who is a professional chef. Oh, sure, sure. Because that's what she did. Yes. And I mean, I think they have some interesting professions. I mean... Really, nobody. With fashion. Yeah, and I mean, nobody knows what Chandler does, but or that's Phoebe. okay. Or Phoebe is a masseuse. That would come in handy if you're. Yeah, that was your friend. Probably. So, yeah. Well, it wasn't one I grew up on, but I recently rediscovered it within the past year um, after writing it off when it first came out. But I picked Parks and Rec. Um, I think once you get through the first season, obviously it gets really good. There's interesting characters, funny storylines. Plus, when I was thinking about some of the people that you would be with, I wasn't thinking about replacing people. I was just being a part of who's already there. Like, I think I could be really good friends with Adam Scott, who played Ben, and Chris Pratt, who Mm -hmm. played Andy. And I would like to, like, work in that environment. It seemed pretty chill. Would you like to treat yourself? I would love to treat myself. Donna would really like you. Yes. Yeah, I, I feel think, like yes. I'd get along with yes. like, okay, all Okay, of but them. would you actually want to live in, in Pawnee, Pawnee? Pawnee? Or would you want to live in Eagleton? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I don't yeah. like the Eagleton people. Yeah, okay. really but Pawnee. didn't Eagleton go under? Yes. Yeah, and then they all they combined cities. Yeah, they merged yes. with them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have, um, I, I cheated a little bit, so I've got one for different eras of my life. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay so when, Settle in, everybody. Yeah. When I was a kid, Brady Bunch. Okay. Yeah. Because you look then like I, a Greg. I do. Okay. I, I can see that. I, yeah. Then I'd have brothers because I only had sisters growing mm. up. So if I was in Brady Bunch, I'd have brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. which would be great. Plus, your dad's an architect. Like, how yeah, cool is cool. that? That is neat. And you take trips to the Grand Canyon and Hawaii. <laughs> and Sears. And sure. <laughs> so anyway, so Brady Bunch. Um, and then w- as a young adult, I'm going Seinfeld. Because okay. kind of similar to you, Brittany, I would like to live in New York City, downtown sure. Manhattan, yeah. and just have friends who make me laugh. And I get to, I would, I would be Jerry. Like I would just replace him. I would become Perfect. Jerry. So I could just be even, you know, like <laughs> this friend's up, this friend's down. I'm always everything's even for you me. You could say Newman all the time. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, that would just be fun to be in kind of like this sanitized sitcomy version yeah. of New right. York City. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Um, and then I was kind of like, okay, but what about now? What would I be? And like, there's no sitcoms out right now that I want to live. So I kind of went in the Wayback Machine and I went with Father Knows Best because (laughs) I need to feel like that. Yes. Yes. That's sweet. I chose Arrested Development. Oh, Oh, yes. I'd go to Army. I love them because they're flawed. (laughs) 
they're fumbling, but yes. they're all. Flawed is a minor. That's a yeah. kind word. They're really <laughs> honest. I, I think. I think yes. that they, they, you know, you don't have to worry about uh, them being transparent. For the most part, they are. Um, <laughs> and and I think they're flawed in the best ways. You know, they're they're just they're they're hilarious. Um, so, Especially the mom. I like how she just rips her daughter yeah. to shreds all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, maybe not the best of ways. <laughs> so but, much dysfunction. Yeah, yeah, a lot of dysfunction, but. Uh, all very entertaining. So one of my favorite shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks again for listening to WCSG Backstage. It's time to wrap things up with a deep cut. Jeremy, it's your turn to share. What'd you bring us? Okay. So I have something Mm. that's out of left field. All right. Um, Is it one of your own original compositions? It is (gasps) not. (laughs) There are very few of those that (laughs) exist. Um, So I was listening to Apollo LTD over the weekend. Really liked them as a group. Just fun, upbeat. And... I don't pay for Spotify, so eventually yeah. I run out of their songs and it dips into somewhere else. And I ran across, <laughs> and I've run across him before, but uh, he's a hip-hop pop artist, calls himself a happy rapper. His name is Peabod. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm listening to this song, and I'm like, man, there's a good message to it. And I grew up with a little bit of rap. I made my own rap albums. Not not like me singing them, but what? just like <laughs> rap mixtapes that mix I listened to. Yes, oh, okay, but they were mixed CDs. CDs. Let me clarify. I knew that about I know. you. So like, I, yes, yeah. so I would pick out my favorites, and I'd put them on albums. and Mixtapes. Oh, so about hardcore. Rap Anyways, yes. so I, I, I can... I do enjoy that music, but I was listening to it and I was like, there's a familiar voice on it. The song is called Left Out and it features Chad Matson, who's the lead singer of Unspoken. Hmm. Hmm. And um, just a little bit more behind Peabody, he says, I love music. I love Jesus. Jesus is my joy. So my music is joyful. I also love the 90s, hip hop, Seattle, Coca-Cola, my fiance. And he raps about like, just regular stuff backpacks hat hair roommates <laughs> hoodies like it's just it's just enjoyable so if you got a kid who kind of likes that music introduce him but there was a lyric in this song that really stood out to me and i think with some of the stuff that's been going on lately in the news it, mm. i don't know it's just kind of neat he says my god loves all his children all 7.61 billion that includes you and that's a real good feeling makes me want to dance till i can't tell the floor from the ceiling hmm. and just just a good reminder that mm-hmm. we're all part of one big group I'm Jeremy. Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. I'm Steve. I'm Brittany, and this is WCSG Backstage. Yeah, if it's my party, everybody is invited. This ain't a click or an in crowd. Ain't nobody getting left out. Just be yourself and bring a friend and get excited. Yeah, there ain't gonna be no doubts. Ain't nobody getting left out. Yeah, ain't nobody getting left out. This is my house. Friends are what the sweet life is about. Talk to Coast Sprouse. When I treat you like my twin, everybody wins. I see that grin where you been. Let the night begin. I want to make the circle too big to have fringes. Good community means kicking doors off the hinges. And if it gets cringy, won't hide like a ninja. I'm going to lift you up like that's my boy Simba. You got your rub missing out. Call it FOMO. FOMO can make a bro feel like he's loco. I rap in slow-mo to make sure you know, though. Soto to Zoho, we in the same dojo. My God lives all of his children. All 7.61 billion. That includes you and that's a real good feeling. Makes me want to dance so I can tell the floor from the ceiling. If it's my party, everybody is invited. This ain't a click or an in crowd. Ain't nobody getting left out. Everybody 
Everybody check your cool at the door We don't care about your status, you don't need it anymore, nah Everybody let loose on the floor If you dance with the stars or if you never danced before Listen, I have never been the best dancer anywhere But I bet that I have more fun than anyone who cares When everybody's dancing, no one's got the time to stare No one's watching, now got dance